This is the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive! It's alive! It's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 18th of September, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. And I'm Grail. And we actually have, I guess, what we call this a quorum? Sure. Enough, yeah, we've got 60%. It's enough to vote. Yeah. (laughs) What are we voting on? Uh... It's usually what quorums are for. <laughs> Whether or not uh, Gwynor is allowed to secede from the Union? <laughs> no. He was part of the Union? <laughs> <laughs> we gave him a right to vote? What? Exactly. <laughs> Who let him in is basically yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. The didn't, love. Didn't, I'm didn't, it. didn't when he joined, he joined as a republic rather than a state. <laughs> ah. Mm-hmm. We did write special clauses for his inclusion, did we not? Yep, let's annul that. <clears throat> let's see. That's uh, that we will vote on the annulment. There we go. Yes, yes. Like it never happened. This is indeed fine. <laughs> really, Skype? Does that mean we're going to restore really? his virginity? Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, you often think that, you know, if, if, if you, it's unused for a certain period of time, you think it should auto-renew, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting it regularly. It's <laughs> because I forget so many of those skills. Yeah. Yeah. Use it or lose it, kids. Use it or lose Don't do drugs, kids. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You don't want to end up like us. And, of course, Skype waits until right now yes. to pop us a updates are ready to install. <laughs> oh, thank you, Skype. You're so kind. Yes, not now. So you may notice we're starting slightly late today. Sorry about bit. that. <laughs> Little... I, I don't blame me. No, I blame our daughter. There, there is <laughs> good scapegoat. Oh God, yeah. She is. The she did. She did an, an amazing job of delaying us today. Just a, a parenting moment for all of you out there who may be considering having <laughs> children at some point. Uh, I think she clocked in at about twenty-seven seconds with our backs turned, 
and she had toddled into the next room, silently, mind you, silently disassembled the lower half of the hard floor cleaner and had the dirty water, which is it is no small feat to get into this thing. It is it is a complex series of steps to figure out the latching mechanism, pull it out without making a sound, and then pull the lid off and, of course, spread the water everywhere and have her elbow deep in the dirty water recovery tank mm-hmm. of the floor cleaner. Just uh-huh. as we were supposed to be starting the show. Ooh. So you guys all got a bonus track from Wootstock 3.0, and we got to clean up a very dirty baby who's now down for her nap. And, nice. and yes, I would say that she's a ninja. Um, it, she was incredibly quiet, and that is your warning, uh-huh. ladies and gentlemen. Right. Whenever it goes quiet, something bad <laughs> is happening. Is happening. Yeah. Go investigate right now, or you will spend hours. Yep cleaning up whatever it was i remember nemesis doing this to Mm -hmm. us it would be like hey it's been like three minutes and it's gotten quiet we better go look yeah (laughs) sure enough i remember the name of the comedian dennis something or other leary yeah dennis leary yeah yeah. does a bit about having kids yeah does a whole bit about the (gasps) it's been quiet yeah it's kids (laughs) Mm -hmm. pets yep Drifters. I mean, <laughs> when commies, anything goes quiet, you don't want. No, it's always a bad thing. So I had a kids these days moment uh, uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no! It was just when I was taking Princess Emerald uh, on her little ride, and nice brain grail. Well, hello. Yeah, that's only statutory. <laughs> don't don't go there, dude. Ew. I'm just. Going with what the playing little, little taxi cab for some friends of ours, fifteen-year-old okay. daughter. You there you go. And there, that's a better. That way to sounds say. good. And in the course of our conversation, while I'm driving her off to her rehearsal, because mm-hmm. she does the theater stuff, she cool. starts throwing around the word hobo. Oh, nice. Apparently, hobo, at least in her circle of friends, is is back in full use in regular conversation when describing a homeless person, a hobo. Hobo, kids. These days, and that's all I have to say about that. I mean, I don't know, did it ever really go out of use, though? When was the last time you used hobo in a sentence? Funny enough, I used it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it? That guy looks like a hobo? I mean, no, so- no, it was something, something where, because we went and saw a play last, I mean, it's funny enough, it's connected through theater as well. We went and saw a play in one of the... I'm trying to figure out why, because the play didn't have anybody that was homeless in it, but somewhere in that night, I used the sentence where I used that word, and I kind of thought about it and said, huh, I haven't used that word for a while, but eh, whatever. That's because nobody talks like that. I know. Hmm. Oh, well. Either that or I'm terribly, terribly out of touch. Which one do you think is more likely? Well, you know, I I had the... <laughs> um, all the above. <laughs> you know how I used to have um, IMHO in my humble opinion? Yes. Yes. Um, kids these days. Mm-hmm. Um, say, why are you texting I'm a hoe? (laughs) Not kidding. It's become I I am am O. It's become I am ho. Yep. Yep. And and instead, it becomes, in my opinion, you now use only I am O. Yeah. So Dax (laughs) is in our IRC, and she reminded me what it was. I was talking about... You got your Dax in my IRC? We had these apartments, and so one of the stories was my roommate at the time went to go do laundry, which was in a separate room at the back, and so he goes, walks around the corner to the room, and then he walks back with his laundry. I'm like, what's up? He goes, there's a hobo (laughs) leaching heat from the dryer. (laughs) 
uh, I'm not doing my laundry right now. <laughs> I mean, I think that was a very appropriate term for what happened in that situation. So I was repeating that story. So hobo. at least in 94, the term hobo was still very much alive. It's 2011. Though. I know, but I'm just saying that's that I think was a very descriptive word for what was occurring. I, I wonder if it's a like... Um, I wonder if it's a regional thing, you know, like Coke versus soda versus pop. pop. Um, I wonder if, um, you know, hobo versus, I don't know what other word you'd use. Homeless, I guess I just use homeless, homeless person. Yeah, homeless man. Yeah. yeah. Usually I use homeless, but I mean, you know, it's slang, whatever. Anyhow, I'm sure this has nice, nothing nice to do. There. Yeah, I know. This is like the most non-geeky tangent <laughs> I think we've had. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of geeky tangents. Okay, I have to share a story with you. I am in the grocery store this morning. Uh-huh. This is how geeky our, our town is. In the grocery store this morning, and the bag boy who stops and deliberately tries... to be tries confused with the bag lady, which would be a hobo, at... Yep. Um... Post. Actually, is is um, who tries mm-hmm. to get my bags every time. He tries to be the person who's bagging my groceries because he wants to talk wow with me every oh. time he's bagging my groceries. Yeah. Runs into me in the aisle. Yeah, and I and he says, "I see you again." And he stops me in the aisle, and we have a twenty minute conversation wow. in the aisle of the grocery store about um, Elder Scrolls Skyrim, mm-hmm. um, Star Wars, Old Republic. Guild Wars 2, PAX, and WoW. And I told him that I'd closed out my WoW account finally. And he says, oh my god, I just reactivated mine. (laughs) You have had a glimpse of your future. (laughs) And we're going through... uh, And we're basically just going... You know, just literally standing, blocking the aisle in the grocery store um, while Nemesis runs circles around Uh us (laughs) um, talking about video games and me and the the store employee. And it was just really one of those. I have no idea what his name is, but we talk gaming every every time time I walk in there. That's funny. And the other patrons are walking by covering their children's eyes. They don't look directly at the people. Don't look directly at the geeks. Don't make eye contact. Don't Don't do it. don't, (sighs) don't, Don't look at the techno geeks. We only want them to fix our stuff. Nah, yeah, exactly. You think? <laughs> now, oh programmatic announcement type sure. things. There had been some requests to make the research thread visible. I've made an attempt. The uh, forum system we use, the Simple Machines forum, didn't really have a ready-made uh, method of making a forum read-only to certain people and read and write to others, but I think I may have found a way to end-run around it. So if you go to the forums, vtwproductions.com, and click on the forums tab at the top of the page, All right. and then scroll down to the Casually Hardcore section, I have made it a child board of Casually Hardcore. And the way I'm hoping this works is I have tagged the board as read-only and then made all the members of the research team moderators. Okay. I'm hoping the moderator privileges will trump the read-only privileges. Right. So I need one of you uh, research types to get in there and try and post something since I made these changes right before the show and before the incident with the floor cleaner. But I'm not bitter. Mm-hmm. And so when you get a second, check that out. And hopefully those of you who wanted to be in on the joke or in on the uh, research that as it develops over the uh, course of the week 
or just to have it to be a built-in set of show notes for all the stuff we did talk about and including the stuff that we skimmed over or didn't talk about at all. Right. Uh, this way, all the hard work of the Casually Hardcore researchers is on display for the whole world to see as requested in the... Uh, I forget which that it was. And if you're not participating in the Versus the World forums, why not? Yeah. For they are awesome, and they are made of win. Exactly. They are a lovely place. Win. Full of understanding and compassion. Actually, in terms of forums, they actually are. I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. Yeah, like I say. <laughs> they are actually pretty good. Compared to the kinds Compared of things you find Compared to most forums. places, <laughs> this is as, as understanding as compassionate as I think it could possibly get. So it's actually a very good community and very welcoming of new folks. Nobody has assassinated a brony yet. It's a brony. Speaking of being completely out of touch with what's going on these oh, I'm days. I'm sorry, I don't know my form lingo. My bad. Oh, this isn't a forum. This is <laughs> okay. this is an internet uh, phenomenon. Brony? Yeah. What is that? This is the phenomenon, of course, uh, which have showed its face on... Brother and a homie? No. What is it? I'm no, like no, trying no, to no, put no. words together and come up with bromie. What is uh, that? I'm just waiting for the IRC with certain members of the IRC to burst into flames uh, at this point. <laughs> hey, that's just oh, the understanding. <laughs> um... Are you familiar with My Little Pony? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Wait, the most no, recent I... incarnation of it, which is... Oh, okay. Yes, I know yes, My Little yes, Pony yes. Friendship is Magic. Right. Mm-hmm. The older males who are fans of the show are referred to as bronies. Gotcha. Bros who right. like ponies. Yes. Okay. Then there's this whole subculture of... I mean, a, a significant percentage of the viewership of the show mm-hmm. are... Thought to be bronies. Oh, okay. And we gave them a little corner of the forum universe to dwell in, and they will gladly accept you as a member of the herd anytime. Um, I okay. had a uh, have a uh, uh, compatriot at the school. One of the students at the school was talking about the the production value and quality of it, and was trying to explain. This phenomenon. Apparently, it's to quite me. well done by and a really popular animation studio who's done some great stuff up to this point. Yep, and that's the whole point, apparently. So, people who are heavy into art mm-hmm. love it. Um, and so, a lot of our game art and animation students actually. So this is a possible run, job for them in the Run future. in this yeah. crowd, yeah. And also, um, there's no shortage of jokes layered in there, apparently, that are there for the adults watching. Oh. So it's one of those, you know, like Disney has, has come to do right. a lot of their things. Right. So, okay, we you, we know you had to bring your kids to this because we're Disney and all, but we're going to at least make it entertaining for you by putting these extra things in here that the kids are totally not going to get, <coughs> but are there for you to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Nod, nod, wink, wink. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, the whole brony thing endures, <laughs> apparently. And uh, anyone, in case anyone's wondering, no, I am not a closet brony. I just made a forum for them because I'm the only one with that power. Oh, so we actually have a forum for them? Yes. Where is it at? Um, I is think it's it? under the small screen. It is Small screen. Okay, gotcha. It's called Here There Be Bronies. Oh, okay, cool. All right, I'll check it out. And they tend to uh, be very active in the movies and picture threads. Oh. Just is, is our own producer who we haven't... Have we even announced our producer yet? I don't think we have. I think we got caught up talking about hobos and stuff. Because, well, dude... I know. Hobo. Well, I mean... I'm just... just with, hobo. With that beard, you know. Hobo. <laughs> I think it'd be a natural connection, but okay. So we probably should announce him, but I mean, since he's very active, is he a uh, brony or whatever? I suspect. He's going to deny it. Okay. But he's probably... But is. if if Barry VA is not a brony, Reginald is. Oh, okay. 
Oh, obviously. I mean, I mean, Reginald just strikes me as a total Fluttershy fan. <laughs> just. Exactly. Maybe Miss Rarity, but I'm. Nice. I ain't saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> Barry. Barry That's is, awesome. After the 30 second delay. Uh, <laughs> haha, Barry, we live in the future and you don't. But speaking of the aforementioned Barry Vaughn Awesome, mm-hmm. if you're joining us live, and you should be. In the IRC chat, you will find Barry VA. He is our producer, and he has a theme tune. Barry White, save my life. If you have something you wish to bring to the show host's attention during the live stream, please do not send a personal message to us directly. You will be summarily ignored. And Barry VA will dust it off, correct the grammar, turn it upside down, reword it into something he wants to ask us, and bring it to our attention. And he's a total closet brony. Right on. (laughs) And God run. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Unleash the Kraken. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with being a closet brony, Barry, like we all know. No! And I, I'm being informed, I'm, I'm, I misquoted, these. not a Fluttershy fan. It's Applejack all ah, the way. Okay. What is Applejack? Like the cereal? A character. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I have no idea what's going on. I'll do some research on this. I'll come back with I, a brony report j- j- next week. Okay. No, right. I'll, your starting point should be our very own I forums. Will. I, go found to, go to thread. I found the thread. Oh, yeah, for they're it, everywhere. So I'm, I'm good. The community that do, is the whole brony thing do, makes some incredibly hilarious YouTube videos. Okay. Where they will take you know, popular music and do weird things with them. And just, nice. Just check it out. You'll find no shortage of raw material because this is the internet. Yeah. And it came from 4chan. All right. And for the love of God, don't go to 4chan for the first time if you heard about it here first. I don't want to be responsible for that. Because <laughs> there are just some things I, do, I just don't want to be associated yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> what? sex. What is Deus Ex? On my signal, Unleash Ponies? Unleash, Unleash Ponies! ponies. <laughs> right on. One of my favorite ones you'll find in the video <laughs> thread is actually... Um, there's a clip from The Patriot, which is showing right. the old you know, cannon. And basically, mm-hmm. the, the original shot is they show cannon going off, cannonball bouncing off the ground, and just and cleanly right. taking the guy's head yeah, right yeah, off. That. Right. And they've superimposed one of... They have... Pegasus characters in the in the uh-huh. My Little Pony Evil universe, Warriors. and they had this one shot, which was you know clipped out of one movie, which was one of the ponies flying <laughs> directly at a guy's head, and just the pony taking his head off, which is unreasonably hilarious. Cleanly taking his head off. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's kind of like in um, oh god, uh, uh, Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in Robot Chicken when they take a Barbie and do something completely, or when they're. Um, uh, molesting the uh, the fuzzy bear that's the fabrics off snuggle their bear. bear. Snuggle bear. The snuggle bear. Yeah, this that was so awesome. wrong. No. Yeah. Oh, you, you feel kind of soft. soft. <laughs> really soft. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All clean. <laughs> <laughs> he throws the dryer thing at him. He's like, clean yourself so off. <laughs> Yes, and of course oh, we have so them wrong. to thank for My Little Pony Apocalypse yeah, Pony. The apocalypse yes, Apocalypse ponies. Pony, yeah, which yeah. predates this, but oh, right. but I'm telling you, oh, talk about good. fun. And I'm being uh, reliably informed that the name of the pony that takes the guy's head off is Rainbow Dash. Oh, okay, cool. You see what I'm up against here? <laughs> <laughs> you see why I'm actually kind of amazed that you hadn't heard about this no, before? No, no, this is all news to me. So cool. They're everywhere. 
Alright, well, I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> doesn't worry me that much. <laughs> not all. Then you clearly have not been paying attention. Uh, I don't know. Is it worse than zombie apocalypse? By the way, I've zombie discovered... Zombie pony apocalypse. Ooh. I have heard. We have an ethics and technology class here at, uh, at the school. And, and um, notice, said with a straight face. Yeah. Yes, ethics and technology class. And one of the things that uh, cracks me up about it is the, the faculty member has a ban on zombie apocalypse arguments hmm. in both the ethics and technology class and the tech and society class. And this is because, apparently a necessary ban? Well, yes, because when the students have to do technology forecasting and what does the future look like, invariably one of them ends up with the zombie, zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse, yeah, of course. <laughs> so he's had to essentially, no zombie apocalypse. You cannot justify it. I will not listen to it, and I will not grant a grade oh, that's for it. funny. <laughs> Uh, it is too funny. Wrong on so no, something kind of in that vein. So we went and saw that movie Contagion. Okay, oh, yeah. weekend. Any good? Um, it was not, it wasn't bad. I guess I could. It put just it looked that like way. Outbreak all over again. It's better than Outbreak because Outbreak was a little cheesier. I think so. No monkeys. This was more like if the CDC commissioned make a movie to show us what we think a, a mass viral outbreak would look like. And to scare the put a little bit of, of storyline in with some characters, but otherwise, really, this is more just. We all this is left more it. just the public service message. Well, no, it, don't it, go to the hospital. I don't think there was even a public service message because there's nothing at the end of it. All of us kind of came out of it going, "What were we supposed to take away from that?" Really, it just seemed like, okay, well, that's how it would go. That kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what, I mean, what per, spoiler alert? What percentage of the world population was dead at the it, end? It ended up being. Not, I mean, well, it was a large amount. It was like one to two percent so worldwide. So it was a significant amount, and they showed, you well, know, the riding, the riding would occur. Two percent of six billion. <laughs> they went with. They showed some of like the profiteering that could possibly right. occur. They didn't really do a good worldwide view. It was very localized to the U.S. and well, selling, our, selling to yeah, our market. I mean, a little bit of, of like Hong Kong because that's where they had this start so at. So 120 million people died. Around that, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, they, Just doing the math. They didn't really give. But there was no big moral of the there story. There was nothing there that you got out of it to go, wow, we really should try to fix that. Or, mm -hmm. wow, that's a big concern. It was kind of like, well, yeah, this could easily happen. This is probably how it will go down. This is probably how many people are going to die. And okay. Well, I mean, that's one <laughs> of the things I loved most about World War Z mm -hmm. is it was essentially a tale of a disease right. outbreak. Right. And that's what my, my comment when I walked out of this movie would have been better if they put zombies in it. Yeah. Because otherwise, the way they cut the stories and everything, it would have worked perfectly with zombies. Mm -hmm. And I mean, really, the same type of, I mean, World War Z, there's a, pro a chapter in there where a guy does all the profiteering of a fake drug. Right. There's the, the implications across. I would have liked to have seen this movie go to a more worldwide view to see. Because, I mean, one of the things they mentioned at the beginning is they think it's a terrorist attack. Right. And so I was curious to see what if that started happening. What if people are infected go, well, might as well take one and, you know, praise Allah or whatever mm -hmm. God it is and go, you know, drop himself into a populated area of non-believers or of people that are against his outlook on life, basically, mm -hmm. or her outlook on life. Well, so, that, I mean, that, I think that's that always been one of the fears that has been put out there is some kind of yeah. wild contagion. So, but acting was good. The, you know, it was, it was well put together. It was very fast paced. They didn't mess around with, oh, it's, you know, the buildup. It was really right into it. Um, but otherwise, you know, it was one of those kind of movies where you're just kind of left going, well, I don't know what I take away other than that's going to really suck when that happens. <laughs> and the chances of it happening, obviously, are, you know, <laughs> decent. Mm -hmm. 
All right, because we... Oh, Sean Castor has a title for today's show. A Contagion of Ponies and Hobos. Yeah. <laughs> I am so using that. <laughs> well, I figure a contagion is a great description rather than a herd of right. ponies. It's a contagion of ponies. No, it's going to be a, a contagion of bronies because apparently you know, they will... Anyway. <laughs> Let's do our first break here because we started late and try to get back on something closer to regular track. You are listening to Casually Hardcore, also known as Bronies on Parade, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Check us out on the web. Check out all the fine shows under the show tab, including the newest members of the VTW community, the Indeed podcast. You will be glad that you did. We'll be back right after the melodious sound of Jonathan Colton's voice. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. All that matters is the fun 
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. We're here. We're Made born. it back. Yes. Woo-hoo. So the, uh... Didn't quit during the break. Yeah. I quit. Exactly. I'm out of I'm here. Out of here. <laughs> Don't want this place. <laughs> you bernies, I'm going home. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh-oh. Dare I, dare I wonder something, who is, something who is just, PMing me? Something just PM'd you. Just, someone <laughs> PM'd you during the show. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Where shall we wield the smite button? Silence! There we go. There you go. Anyway. Okay. So I, I actually have a, a question for the gaming segment. Raise your hand. Sure. <laughs> yes, Miss Iolite. <laughs> um, my question is, I'm looking for something to play... Between MMOs. So I'm waiting for Star Wars Old Republic to come out. I'm waiting for um, Guild Wars 2 next year to come out. By Looking which point for... we need to build you a gaming PC because no Mac support. Right, right. Well, not for Star right. Wars either. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I'm looking for something to play. Ideally that will play on Mac because that's what you're currently set up with. Right. But something you can also park yourself in front of my rig. And there's a couple things on... Steam that I already have that I could point you at, which you should consume, like a World of Goo. Yeah, that's a fun one. If you like. I'm not sure. How are, how are you on puzzle games? I'm fine with puzzle games, but they're, I, I'm looking for something that is story-based um, because that's what I enjoy the most is character and story. And so puzzle games, like I'll, I can play a couple hours of a puzzle game. But I won't come back to it again and again and again and again and again. So let's it's, actually it's... use this as today's call-in topic. Okay. Because we are rigged for Skype. And so for those of you who have not participated in the Skype call-in segment, which today will be the final half hour of the show, the show address is VTW Shows under Skype. Or you can go to the front page of VTWProductions.com, look in the lower right-hand corner, and you should see the lovely green light that says, I'm online! Mm -hmm. And if you have Skype properly installed in your computer, you can simply click on that when we tell you to, and it will dial in automatically. So, Iolite is looking for a game. Now, her choices for gaming platform in the household include PlayStation 3, Macintosh, and uh, Windows 7 on my machine. So, really, no restrictions. Um, in a pinch, we could rest the uh, DSi XL out, oh, of, yeah. out of Nemesis's hands. No, uh, <laughs> good luck with no, that. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to take my kids' game gaming race. Give me that. I Give me that. It's mine. I, I pay for it. <laughs> not that it would be that easy. Yeah, I know. He's, he's a bit of an addict. Yep. Yeah. Uh, iPad also. Right. Um, you have iPad 2 available as a gaming platform, iPhone, all those things. So pretty much anything goes. Uh, Steam account is available to uh, go out and fetch indie games. And I've got uh, Humble Bundle 2, I think, is the one I've got that I've downloaded onto mine. Yeah. Yeah, I played World I mean, of I, Goo a little bit I would bit say for story-based, just but. off the top of my head, on the computer, whichever computer would be Dragon Age. You should probably play through that because that has a great story. Uh-huh. Um, the first Dragon Age. second one I haven't touched, and that one I've heard is weaker. Um, the PS3, I'd get Bioshock if you've never played it. That's the okay. best story game, I think, that's been released on a console and ever. <laughs> so Bioshock 1 and 2. iPad, I picked up that Crimson Steam Pirates. It's fun. It's really fast, but it's, uh, it's like a naval kind of turn-based strategy but really 
I don't know what word to use. Very light. Okay. It's very light, very humorous, and it's uh, it's kind of like playing a, a turn-based. Uh, it's basically a turn-based naval game. You hit your boats, tell them to Broadside. go there, and they shoot stuff, and it's like awesome. Oh, but, like that new movie that's coming up, Battleship. Yeah, no. <laughs> Without the aliens. People are saying oh. Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2. Oh, yeah, those are good, too. Those now, Curia Chronicles is pretty, says Copy. Hmm. And Dragon Age has Dwarven Crack. Dwarven Crack. crack. That's right. <laughs> I, I need some context here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little worried. Is it he the says, kind that you want or the kind no, that you... Uh, one, never mind. You don't want any kind. <laughs> there's this, a, a city you walk into, and there's this barker who's selling his wares, okay. and he says Dwarven Crack. At least that's what it sounds like every time you hear it. What he's saying is Dwarven Craft. Ah. But he doesn't, he doesn't enunciate the FT part of craft. Enunciate. Crack. And you're like, what? <laughs> So right. Bioshock and Dragon Age are both on Steam. Do yeah, it. you can get those on the computer as well. Okay. I prefer them more on the piece uh, on the console. I mean, I prefer Bioshock on the console. I'd prefer Dragon Age on the computer. On the PC. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So I was just there's a lot of I mean there's a ton of blackboard discussing butt crack. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. that's how they roll apparently. So, I don't know if Minecraft Minecraft is Val- interesting Cre- from a creation standpoint, Valkyria. but there's no story there. Right. There's the story is you make your story. Okay. Minecraft, as I understand it's Minecraft. A, it's a huge sandbox that yeah. you build stuff in. Yeah. So. Yeah, well and and no. Yeah. I mean if I'm gonna if I'm gonna write, I'm not gonna go in and build my own world in there when I when I build my own stuff, I do it in writing. I actually write short stories. So, oh, suggestion yeah. from the Black Void here: you can actually revisit old territory. City of Heroes apparently is soon going That's free to I, play. Yeah. That, I didn't know that. That's and awesome. No NC Soft was going down that they road. They keep sending me emails about VIP access. I wonder if that's what it's about. Uh-huh. I keep just deleting them. VIP access, <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> it means it'll let you into the free to play sooner because you Maybe. once you used to give them money. And I once gave them money long ago in a long galaxy far, ago. far away. No, that was Earth and Beyond. Um, oh, yeah. Talk oh, Like man. a Pirate Day is tomorrow. Yes, the 19th. Got International it. Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yar. Oh, man. We had someone someone at the school who messed that up and said um, it was International Talk Like a Ninja Day, and I said, wow, it's going to be quiet. That is going to be a really quiet day. It's just a lot of people walking around going, hi, hi, hi. Hey. Oh, Actually, it, they don't. They don't really say much of anything. Ninjas don't really talk. They, they don't say yes. They don't say no. They just kind of make little tiny soft swishes as they remove people's heads. No, it's just a fun. Gone. You know, any of those fake motivational posters that just you know a picture of an idyllic scene. Ninjas. There are thirty-seven in this picture. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Ooh. And so. uh, all right, so I have we have several votes. I'd love to hear people yeah. talk about them on yeah, the call in because yeah, we'll I don't really know anything about any of yeah. these things other than City of Heroes, which I've I've played before. So uh, there's well, we got the big one for this week. Those Gears of War three comes out mm-hmm. on the Xbox, which is a well looked forward to. And actually, as storylines go for a first person shooter, you know, caveat it with that. It's not a bad storyline through the three games. Oops, sorry. Um, so they, uh, I mean, it's it's a you know, aliens are invading the Earth, and we're getting our butts kicked throughout three games. At least the first two games, it's a lot of like we're you know, you you do some great heroic thing with your single guy, but they manage to overwhelm mostly the rest of the army, and so you keep getting pushed back. So that's not bad. No, they're advertising. Advertising okay. campaign for Gears of War has been yeah. pretty uniform. Unfortunately, good. that one's 360 only. Yes. So. 
But uh, so it's not a suggestion, but it's still it's a big one for it. Kind of is going to kick off a lot of big games coming out over the next two to three months. Way more than any employed human has the opportunity to play. Yeah, <laughs> that's noticing. just it. A lot of people are saying there's so much coming out, they're not yeah. going to be able to get through any of it. They're yeah. just going to have to kind of queue uh, them up, and, and hopefully it'll carry them through the the lean times. Right, right, right. <laughs> Because then you'll run into those moments where a good game hasn't been seen in five months, six months. Nothing's come out. It's, yeah. called, it's called getting caught up. Yeah. So in the research thread this week, uh, to share with you, even though you can now see it uh, on the forums, the title this week, as established by Fangs with a Z, mm-hmm. which is what makes it cool, Fangs. Common Sense Files for a Restraining Order Edition. Already then. Okay. So... Con- Contributors this week, Fangs, Biomed Alchemist, Aid, <clears throat> Boba Fetish. Oh, got to get that. Heaven forbid. Heaven, you can't do that <laughs> can't wrong. can't pronounce that wrong. He will come for you. Do not say <laughs> his name wrong. Deus Ex, which uh, still adorned with Richard Hammond and Boogity. Boogity. Wait, where, Boogity. Did you, where did you move this? It is, it is a child board of the Casually Hardcore yeah. board now. Uh. What? People wanted to see it. I'm trying to be an accommodating host. Don't you know? So, we have no shortage of fun and interesting things in here, including... Let's see. One, there's the one I want to get. From the UK. A Reading man has been jailed for trolling. Hmm. Yes, you can actually get thrown in prison in the UK... For putting forth a troll face. Now, this goes a fairly epic version of trolling, and he managed to not hide his identity very well. But here we go. Berkshire man has been jailed for posting abusive messages online about a schoolgirl after she committed suicide. Sean Duffy, 25, of Reading, was handed an 18-week sentence for posts on social networking sites about Worcestershire teenager Natasha McBride. He previously pleaded guilty at Reading Magistrate's Court to sending indecent or offensive communications. Police said Duffy also posted abuse about dead teenagers in Northumberland, Gloucestershire, and Staffordshire. Duffy of Grovelands Road admitted two offenses of trolling, a term used to describe the trend of anonymously seeking to provoke outrage by posting insults and abuse online. I love it when the real world intersects with the internet, as we observed uh, a couple shows ago. Yeah. Uh, the, they're putting, you know, trolling in quotes. And we're, we're, troll, to me, has been a part of my vocabulary probably for decades, and to, for, to, to varying degrees. Of, as soon as there was a message board, right. there was a troll. Yeah, but I mean, most people, I would say the vast majority of people are not on message boards, so they probably have not had contact with that term. I think. True only things like the social networks of like Facebook and Twitter probably have started opening people's to bring it to the masses that there is this possibility especially if they're on anything that's a public like fan site on Twitter never read the comments for the love yeah, of god yeah and never you read get the into comments. a comment war there and suddenly they go why is, why did that person say that that's so mean and why it keeps happening that's mm-hmm. so straight wait a second yeah. son of a trollface.jpg nice yeah, right. there was. Uh, I've actually saw a tweet go by, uh, or a post or something, where Will Wheaton was talking about a guy coming to visit him at a convention when he's sitting on his desk and said, 
Hi. Oh, hi. I'm Will Wheaton. Nice to meet you. It's like, you were in Star Trek Next Generation? Who'd you play? Yeah. And he said, me, trollface.jpg. Him, trolldad.jpg. Me, <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> nice. Like, okay, you're speaking a language that 90% of the world has no idea what the hell you right. just said, but the 10% of us that got it thought it was freaking hilarious. Well played. Well played, sir. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, trolling in person, a little, a little more risky. More likely to get uh, punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. The whole, yeah. Mm. So, actually handed jail time for trolling. There is some justice to be had That's in the good. world. Yeah. I'll take it. Well, there's a story here that uh, Dead Island, the game, zombie game, since we were talking about zombies earlier, mm-hmm. got in a little bit of trouble for leaving code in the game where they left a skill for the female character called Feminist Whore. <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so apparently this was actually in the code uh. of the game. However, it uh, was uh, discovered by a Steam forum member who shared a section of the code for the skills for Perna, a female character from the game, along with skills that are listed of such things as Team Spirit 2 Perna and Melee Durability Perna is Feminist Whore Perna. This name was used in the pre-release version of the game on Steam for what is likely to become Perna's Gender Wars ability, which grants her extra damage to men, so male zombies. Um, so they accidentally left that in there when they went to full release. Version. Are you smoking crack? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Considering the game also had such issues as needing a one-day patch that possibly was going to invalidate stave games, um, they've had a lot of minor things, little teeny bits of issue. Um, now they have this, what they had to, you know, release an apology because basically the, you know, whether it was one person or whoever, the company that released the game did have to stamp their name on it. Mm-hmm. Unrelated note, though, the game did sell over a million units. So it is just not the feminist horse. Just not. Yeah. Apparently that's, uh, you know, I guess the price you pay, but still that's, yeah, always check your code for these type of things. If you're going to release it, especially if you're going to release it for, for moolah. Um, but that's, yeah, that's the end of that. So be careful when you release your games and what's in there. So despite the fact that this is coming from, uh, a Gawker site, um, I have to read this because of the title. Gordon Ramsay's porn dwarf double eaten by badger. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that one. That awesome. was pretty UK tabloid Sunday Sport recently introduced the world to Percy Foster. <coughs> I'll fix that in post. Yeah. Yes. A 35-year-old dwarf porn star whose career was just beginning to catch fire. It was all because an observant production assistant on the set of Hi-Ho, Hi-Ho, It's Up Your Bleep We Go had noticed how much Foster looked like celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay. But just as Foster was set to join in the rarefied ranks of celebrity look-alike dwarf porn stars, (laughs) tragedy struck. The body of the 3'6 performer has been discovered in a badger's den, partially eaten. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) According to Sunday Sports' follow-up account, Foster was found deep in an underground chamber by Ministry of Agriculture experts ahead of a planned badger gassing program near Tregon, West Wales. They report expert CSI teams had to use fingertip technology to remove his body from the six-foot-deep burrow. I have no idea what fingertip technology is, but I imagine it's akin to one of those claw cranes you find in arcades and drugstores. <laughs> oh, God. 
The Claw. <laughs> Officials have not yet ruled out suicide, and adult film producer Dexter Yamaka's comments in which he intimates that Forrester may have cracked under the pressures being of being the world's leading Gordon Ramsay dwarf, sex-looking-like dwarf, certainly don't invalidate the possibility. And I'm just going to stop reading it right there. So wait a second. You're telling me their, their current active theory is that he decided to commit suicide by crawling into a badger's den? <laughs> <laughs> There <laughs> are crap. there are easier ways and less painful ways. But I don't know if there's less awesome ways. <laughs> Commit suicide. <laughs> Eaten by a badger. I'm going for the badger. Was it a honey badger? <laughs> honey, <laughs> honey badgers don't care. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no matter what, I want to know how he managed to get into the badger's den. Well, that's apparently bits of him got in there. Well, whatever. Oh, that's still incredible. God. The closing paragraph here, though, it's more than a little curious that the internet, a.k.a. God's porn dumping grounds, contains not a single reference to either Percy or Dexter prior to these two news items. Items. But that's just the cynic in me talking. So tonight, we pour out a little, and I do mean a little, gin in memory of poor Percy. We may never get to see his work in Midget Master Chef, <coughs> but his memory will live on all the same. It wow. was Midget Master Chef, but basters. Seven. No, yes. <laughs> Maybe, Only they maybe, use maybe the other word there. The Hufflepuffs. <laughs> they sent the badgers on him. They set the badger on him, yeah. Wow. Release the hounds! Oh, Release the badgers! Huh. Yeah. That is too funny. Okay. okay. I loved the title on this one um, in this research thread. The title actually uh, read Tinfoil Hat Story of the Week. Wi-Fi refugees are moving to West Virginia to escape radio waves. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> the there's story. a Wi-Fi dead zone. It'd be West Virginia. You think? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, and the story reads, dozens of Americans who claim to have been made ill by Wi-Fi and mobile phones have flocked to the sound of Gre- town of Green Bank, West Virginia, the BBC reports. They're heading there because of the National Radio Quiet Zone, 13,000 square miles that surround the National Radio Astronomy Observatory's Robert C. Byrd Green Bank Telescope. The zone, as Wired has reported, is nearly free of electromagnetic pollution because of regulations put in place decades ago. Those restrictions aim to keep other electromagnetic signals from interfering with the telescope's work. That's all wonderful to those who believe they suffer from electromagnetic hypersensitivity, EHS, the BBC says. Symptoms range from acute headaches, skin burning, muscle twitching, and chronic pain. Living here allows me to be more of a normal person. I can be outdoors. I don't have to stay hidden in a Faraday cage, Diane Shaw tells the BBC. When she lived in Iowa, Shaw says she suffered from headaches and chest pains, among other things. She only got relief by getting inside a small wooden enclosure covered with two layers of wire mesh, her Faraday cage, that may have blocked electromagnetic energy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those impossible to confirm, never has been confirmed because it likely does not exist conditions. 21st century, kids. Yeah. You mean EHS, electromagnetic hypersensitivity? Well, there's that one, and then there's other people who assert that they're just allergic to the buildings that they've had to work in. Right, right. Uh, well, there. I mean, there is such a thing as sick building syndrome, and we know that there are things in buildings that can make us ill. Sure. So uh, you don't want to, you know, make light of things like asbestos poisoning Jeez. and things like that. Um, and it, so, but I agree that Sometimes it's just hard to actually tell what's really going on. But that is a very clever solution to it. Go, I mean, the area where they're already forbidden to have RF emissions because mm-hmm. they want the radio telescopes to work properly. Right. Perfect. Camp. And yeah. you're good. 
Well, and, and scene. And the idea is you can always go and check out and see if it makes you better. Yeah. And maybe it's something else. Maybe it's that you've moved away from whatever other allerg- allergen happened to be there that was bothering you. Right. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that if if you are better there, good on you. Yeah. Great. Stay yeah. there for whatever reason. If it makes you happy and you can live, Pe- live on in peace. Particularly it. if it allows you to take the tinfoil hat off. Yeah. This is indeed what we find. Okay. We're up against our next break. <laughs> okay. We, we'll come back. We'll do, we're will do. we going to do another round of these when <laughs> the, we return. The next one almost killed me. I'll, I'll hold it. We'll, we'll pick that up when, when yeah. we return. Got a little brew guy queued up for you guys mm. for this music break. You're listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Uh. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from our homepage. We will be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW.
VTW. VTW. VTW. VTW. VTW. Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, and when we left off, Io had one that she wanted to um, share with the world. It doesn't contain the words, eaten by a badger. Nope. No. Uh, But it does have some other interesting words. Man charged with molesting vending machine. That was really, I just went, what? How does that happen? Um, okay, so in Palmetto, apparently, a 20-year-old Palmetto man was arrested Monday after, according to a Palmetto Police Department report, he maliciously molested, opened, broke, injured, damaged, and inserted his body parts into a vending machine at a coin laundry establishment in order to get cash out. Wow. The incident occurred August 17th at about 11.30 p.m. when, and I won't say his name, entered, um... Budik Coin Laundry. What a name. (laughs) That sounds like it's... Ninth Street West. Perfect candidate for this. (laughs) According to an arrest report, a witness who recognized Aguar from the incident called police. Called police. Uh Aguar was read his rights when police arrived and he initially denied the allegations until he was given a chance to observe surveillance video, the report said. He then confessed, confessed to breaking into the vending machine and taking $10 worth of coins from it. The oh report did God. not go into detail as to which body parts were used. Yeah. <laughs> He's been charged with burglary, burglary and two violations of probation. He's currently <laughs> being held in Manatee County There's Jail. There's a lot of bond. violations happening here. Oh more than two. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm sorry. That was really funny. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's That's a little... It's a little hard up if you're having to hit up the vending machine in your local laundromat. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh, hey there, baby. So. Yeah, yeah. Come here often. Yeah, exactly. Cha-ching. Looking mighty cute with those cans. Um, <laughs> all right. Really, really bad. Nice cans. Yeah, uh, nice cans. Uh, and th- this deserves some kind of drop-in. I think it goes along the lines of this. Mm-hmm. All right. And, but seeing as it's you and all... Uh, where'd it go? <laughs> See, been, been Killing the flow here, man. Killing the flow. Are you flowing heavy? Is that I right? don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. All right. In case you were wondering. So reasons why I don't like PS3 or Sony in general is a mandatory PS3 update removes the right to join in a class action lawsuit. Because it changes the end-user license agreement? Yeah, basically it puts into the end-user license agreement that any dispute resulting or any dispute resolution proceedings, whether in arbitration or court, will be conducted only on an individual basis and not in a class or representative action. This will be a good trial case uh, as to whether you can even put that kind of, whether right. you can try and take away someone's right to join a class action suit, now they which I in, don't think you can they do. They put an opt-out clause, though, in there. But you have to write in to opt-out. But out. you have to write in and mm-hmm. send a letter, and it's buried, of course, within the end-user uh, licensing yeah. agreement. So I doubt that will hold up under I don't scrutiny. think it will either, but it's still... I mean, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. To, if they can say, "Look, we, then we just won't let you on our network." I mean, mm-hmm. what's because right now that's if you do, if you say no, of course it just you don't get to play online anymore. Right. 
if you say yes, then obviously you, you can send them the letter, but how many people really are going to know that this is even in there? And and I can guarantee you they're going to get themselves in trouble in the EU because – and they already have gotten themselves in trouble because the they have laws there that talk about the condition something is originally sold to you. Mm-hmm. So when they tried to remove the other OS option, they got fined heavily for removing it and taking away a feature right. that existed at the time of sale. Yeah, when they removed the Linux support. Right. Yeah. And this could very well be construed as removing the ability to play online after the fact, which already has not ended well for Sony International over there. So, yeah, I would be surprised if, if you could just put something in anything that you sell that says you will submit to binding arbitration... Uh, instead of in, and you you know by opening this package well, you agreed to never sue me. Yeah, but I mean this is a little different. This is not saying that you can't use the device. They're saying if you want to connect to us, right? Then you you have to agree to this. And how many games don't work properly without an, an internet connection? Where you I cannot a- cannot access the full suite of features of the game that you paid for. But if the game you're buying says in order to access the full suite of features, you must agree to the, mm-hmm. the end user. I mean, to me, it's a little different than just saying, you know, before you open this package up, mm-hmm. you have to agree to this. This is more like you have the device, but now you're coming under our network, the thing we're providing for you, you have to agree to our rules. I don't know if it's going to work or not. That thing that we advertised heavily yeah. oh, is being course. a basic feature of, of the device. Course. Yeah, it's one of the big things they say because it, most of the features on it are that you don't pay for either. Yeah, but they're totally dependent on an active internet right, connection right. and if they're going to turn that piece off oh yeah it's it's bad it, i no, mean it's, it's yeah. I, I don't like sony and i mean this is one of the reasons why i don't, don't have like a sony. ps3 in my house so <laughs> i mean it's they have a lot of questionable practices both from a security and from a, a technical aspect as well as now you know they're basically testing whether or not they can take away rights mm-hmm and I don't think that's going to fly, but yeah, we'll I've been, see. I've it's been surprised by the legal system on. before. Yeah. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. So I liked uh, I liked the Iran blocks tour. Tour releases same day fix. That's kind of how they roll. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really, really like. I, I'm sorry. I just you, really you like really that. think you can code around these people or yeah. legislate around these people? <laughs> Yesterday morning, in our time zones, that evening in Iran, Iran added a filter rule to their border routers that recognized Tor traffic and blocked it. Thanks to help from a variety of friends around the world, we quickly discovered how they were blocking it and released a new version of Tor that isn't blocked. Fortunately, the fix is on the relay side. That means once enough relays and bridges upgrade, the many tens of thousands of Tor users in Iran will resume being able to reach the Tor network without needing to change their software. Now, in case you're wondering what that is, Tor is a network of routers that basically enable anonymizing. You can get on there and encrypt your traffic and hide your traffic from things like, oh, government oversight committees. And, and you know, speak freely. Yeah. That's one of the uses. There are some right. uses of the Tor network that are not quite so nice. Right, but like, I'm going fo- to focus on those, right. on in, that one. In this case, it, is, it was the restrictive government trying to control what people think and do on the internet. And we know that that's not futile at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, last week or the week before, we had the goddammit George moment. Uh, right, we exactly. Talking about 
George Lucas and the Blu-ray tampering. Now we have, God damn it, Hollywood, where there's not an original idea to be had anywhere amongst them. So the list of new and upcoming reboot projects. Yeah, tons. Oh, yeah. geez, yes. So things that they want to reboot rather than investing in new ideas. Highlander, because that one wasn't milked to death and violated yeah. 17 ways from that Sunday. That one I'm kind of torn on because obviously the first Highlander was incredibly Wonderful. great. Everything else was really not great. Well, there were bits that <laughs> they had moments of great yeah. surrounded by a cesspool of suck. Yeah. So you had Highlander. Right. Then you had Highlander 2, the oh my god, what, no, as I like to call it, Highlander 2 contractual obligation. Or for the paycheck. Or yeah, or right. Whatever. Yeah. No, basically, Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery had, had oh, contractually obligated. Yep. Yeah. They had signed up for a two movie deal. Gotcha, gotcha. Because they, hadn't, they didn't really think this would go to sequel. So they had to perform what they were handed. And thus, Planet Zeist was born. Ah, uh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you if you have never seen Highlander two, don't need to. Don't don't. Because uh, the, even the people who own the rights to the movies ignored it because they went on right to Highlander the Sorcerer. Or the whatever apology. Or, yeah, Highlander, <laughs> Highlander three. We're very very yeah, sorry. We're just gonna pretend that didn't happen. Highlander three though still was not. It was not great. No, it was at least you know it would have been a better sequel. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Um, and then the TV series was spawned. Which and was good. Had had a lot of good, lot of good moments in it. Uh, you know, definitely stayed on the air too long. Sure. And definitely went off the rails. And the movies that respond from the TV series were pretty uniformly awful. Yes. Um, and you know, did horrible things like killing everyone. Um, right. Yeah. You know, and so. Yeah, they just yeah. They, uh, it, so I, I guess oh. you know more could be done with the headhunting immortals. I think you can do it. The problem, the the biggest problem, I think, the entire series had an issue with or what the biggest roadblock it ran into is the first movie he wins right <laughs> there's nothing more to it it was a that. self-contained movie yeah i mean the gathering happened and there was only and one connor wins and that's it he has the gift it's over and they never seem to be able to recover from right. that fact and so you know maybe a reboot will not have somebody win right, right off the bat so and thus allow them to make more money. They won't have the gathering. They'll have the hangout, <laughs> the quorum. <laughs> do you all see what he did? There? That's what Bring we did. It back. Yeah. So it back. next thing that Hollywood badly thinks needs to be remade. Uh, point Break. Obviously. Obviously. Yes, obviously. I mean, heavens! How could we possibly have gone this long without a surfers? <laughs> okay. First of all. Gary freaking Busey. Yeah, exactly. And, and his teeth. Oh, man. <laughs> Coming at you in 3D. Because you know they're going to freaking shoot it in 3D because they shoot everything in 3D, whether it needs it or not. Of course. When they're not retrofitting crap into, into 3D, right. they're shooting unnecessary things in 3D. Yeah. Such as the Point Break reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Johnny Utah. Oh, God. Uh, God, I watched that movie a lot in college. You think? <laughs> okay. In college, yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So, um, and finally, they want to go back and retrofit Top Gun. Yeah, I saw TV. that. 
Which they're yeah. unfortunately not. They were going to retrofit Lit Legend first in the 3D, but apparently they had some hissy fight, and so instead they're going to do Top Gun. Top Gun. So you get to see Gooseman. See, Legend is is a weird, Goose. a weird Goose one. Goose yeah. Man. The Gooseman again. Goose Man. Yes. No, it's Goose. Ice, Ice Man. Ice Man and Goose. Goose. Yeah. Ice Man. Yes, yeah. but apparently they merged them. They would sometimes call him Mother Goose Man. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Lay the golden egg, Goose Man. Yeah. Lay it. I'm not touching that. But right. Legend. I, that one is so far off the rails. Yeah. But Tim Curry. Yeah, it's incredible. So damn. Yeah. And it's it's not even a so bad it's good kind of a thing. No. It was good contained in what it was, which was this, okay, you want fairy tale? We're going to give you fairy, fairy tale. tale. Exactly. We're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to pretty it up. It's going to be exactly what the old school fairy tales say they were. Right. So we're going to have the young hero. We're going to have the fair maiden. We're going to have the freaking bad guy. Right. His min the minions were actually the part of the best part of that. Oh, the goblins. Yeah, yeah. they were great. Whoever played the the lead goblin did a yeah. great job on that. Yeah. Um, that and the undercover fairy mixed in with right, them. right, right. Uh, <laughs> like, I have the power. Was <laughs> joking. Yeah. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Uh, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, it, I, don't, I don't know. I, I really am conflicted about legend. I yeah, I agree. Um, the, you know the whole with the 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 maiden going. To the dark side, mm -hmm. kind of, sort of, kind of, but yeah. coming out at the last second. The exactly. whole spoiler alert for God knows how many decades old that movie is, but super old. Yeah, they wanted, Way they, old, they wanted yes. to 3D that one up. That was yeah, because it's doing by, done by a company called Legend 3D. Is the name okay. of the company that is now doing the Top Gun 3D. So they had rights to it, but somebody kicked it. Whatever head. happened, they decided yeah, Top Gun was the way to go. I mean, it's. You know, Both it's the all American. Let's see them play volleyball in 3D. Awesome, <laughs> <laughs> huge pectoral muscles. Uh, alrighty, we are you know, getting close to actually being on time here. Yeah, we're, not, we're still so what every office needs a whiskey vending machine. Well, duh. I apparently am stuck on vending machines today. Um, My honey has a vending machine mm. fetish. <laughs> no, just don't, today. Don't it's not usually a, a thing. <laughs> oh, oh. I may not get her back. So this was um, vending machine technology, uh, a.k.a. 1960s. The second automatic vending machine exhibition in London. A woman helps herself to a vending machine of mixed whiskey and soda. It goes ice cold whiskey and soda, and it vends it like a coffee machine. Drops the cup down and then drops the whiskey and hmm. soda. Why water don't down we have these now? <laughs> I mean, they have those the soda machines now from Coca Cola that um, will custom mix. Right. Uh, if there's the particular, the particular name for them, but they give you all the different flavors. Yeah, I've seen the syrups. Like, five can, Guys has yeah, that. Yeah, Five Guys with right. the random for the right. first time. Oh, they have them. I mean, just Other at the Circle K's too, and things, they have them now, Well, no, too, this yeah. is... Uh, really? I haven't seen yeah, them. Yeah, no, I've seen them. I've seen them. Yeah. Monstrosity. Yeah, okay, cool. I've seen them. And they had it at uh, Payway, too. That plus yeah. alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. 
I have single-handedly recommended that which shall destroy the economy once and for all. No, actually, that will begin to um, lift the economy, right? Because we'll spend the money on it. Initially, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Then, then there'll be this then, thing called yeah, the unintended yeah. consequences, uh-huh. and there'll be a bit of a dip. Oh. <laughs> there'll be a spike in treatments for liver disease. Mm. So... <laughs> Brilliant! Um, <laughs> Brilliant! Oh, my God. 75% of in-game marriages end in divorce. Oh, well. Eh. They're not... Well, I yeah. mean, the characters got married, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, see, it's always right. going well, and then the and, per- then and, my husband and, canceled his account. And, and then the next does that, does that nullify the... Yeah, exactly. The, you know, is yeah. there a prenup that, has, that specifies you can't cancel? <laughs> uh, I'm free to play. I don't care. Yeah, I'm done. Can't play anymore. Oh, jeez. <sighs> so while you all were um, not paying attention, uh, someone has joined us and is typing and clicking really loudly, and we need to smite him and his beard for that. What? <clears throat> I won't apologize for doing my job. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling that love again. Really? I thought yeah. we had another segment to go. We do, but... Uh... <laughs> I had to get in my early. two cents in because there was a topic you were discussing that you missed one of the vital points, and I don't know if it was in that story, but I heard about oh, it. Oh, <clears> please <throat> don't defend your bronyism. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I've been corrected. I, you, Applejack. I know now. Applejack. No. Not Fluttershy. <laughs> I'm denying the existence of bronies as if they... They, they don't, don't exist. exist. No. I'm not a brony. Bronies <laughs> don't exist. Put them in their corner. They're fine. Just let them be. But no, I'm having no part in it. No, this is the most important part of the story that you missed. The Point Break remake, they're taking the surfing out. What? <laughs> Someone Seriously? at a meeting, at a pitch meeting in Hollywood was like, we need to remake Point Break for the you know new millennium. But here's the twist. We're going to do it with some other extreme sport. What? What is the extreme sport? The dead presidents. Are but not that, surfers. That's the rumor going around right now, and which doesn't make any sense for anyone who knows anything about surfing. That I believe that that's what the term "point break" is referring to. A surfing point, term. Yeah, you think uh, "point break" is a surfing term? Yes. So it's okay. like, what? That doesn't make any sense. None. Are oh you my god! Yeah. That's pretty terrible. Yeah. Oh, well, and repeat after me. God damn it, Hollywood! Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so. It's yeah. like Footloose taking out the dancing. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's now um, interpretive uh, underarm farting. Yeah. Yeah. That's giving them a problem. Yeah. Now no, they're, they're still, still dancing in the Footloose remake. And oh, well, uh, I saw the previews and the chicken in it is really hot. So Well, that uh, makes up for oh, everything. Yeah, that no. makes up for all of it. That saves a lot. But seriously, so, though, a town where they decided, like, Oh, dancing is the root of all evil. That's just ridiculous. It no, was ridiculous in the, the 80s, South. and now it's even more ridiculous. Because, yeah. I mean, there are places where the religion is so deep that they don't allow sex because it might lead to dancing. Oh, wow. Um, and the, uh, let's just say they're also remaking, what were they remaking? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, uh, yes. They are getting ready to what remake is, Dirty the, the Dancing. The Swayze remakes, did, you know, did his estate or something have rights that are now they're trying to cash in on? I, I think like I smell something like that. Oh, man, if they remake Roadhouse, though, that'd be pretty awesome. Sign above the urinal that <laughs> says, don't eat the big white mint. That's right. What was the name of that actor? Oh, my God. This You associate this line with an actor? Yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Who, I'm who, so was, who was the crusty old guy? That was friend yeah, of was Patrick Swayze's character, right. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, thank you. Boom. Love Sam Elliott. Oh, yeah. But that role was it was all him, and you know, I, I come 
working. At a place. I love that movie. Last place we worked yeah. at the big sign above the urinal said, "Don't eat the big white mint." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I also called in to participate in the call-in topic. Iolite yeah. needs a game with a good storyline. Yep. Hang on. Let me get my. I'm taking notes. <laughs> There's a game coming out in this quarter in the next couple months that has the greatest storyline of any game ever created. Oh it has the most backstory of any genre game that could ever be created, and it has the greatest main character of any game you could possibly imagine. I'm this is going to be about ponies, isn't it? No. It's going to be about Batman. Oh, yeah. I'm Batman. Arkham City, are we talking about? Arkham City is going to be the If you want to go with pure storyline draw, Batman has the best backstory of anything. It's about vengeance and punching thugs in the face. And Harley Quinn in skin-tight leathers. And it Mark no Hamill looks like a Harlequin, but the anyway. Joker. Yeah. yeah, the first Batman, the first Arcane Asylum is you can get on the cheap, and it was a very, very well done game. And Arkham City is supposed to just take it to eleven. Yeah, supposedly yes. it's going to open, make it more open world. Whereas Arkham Asylum, you were kind of on rails. I guess I would. Put and it. I think if you truly want to break your son's brain, he should come home from school one day and walk into the house and see you sitting there playing a video game. Or you're Batman because he will be enthralled. Because he'll just be like, "There's a game where you can be Batman." Batman? I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, and in terms of that licensed properties, it's probably one of the absolute best done licensed. properties. Usually, licensed properties like that are suck. terrible. And but occasionally there, there's the standout like uh, the Pitch Black. Uh, oh yeah, movie tie-in, which apparently was completely awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, voiced by Vin Diesel, mm. <laughs> avid gamer, apparently. Yeah, uh, and apparently it shows in, in the products he chooses to license for sure. And going back to talking about things that Hollywood is doing is the they're working on making the third in the Pitch Black movies. Um, hopefully, it'll not be as I didn't suckily weird. mind. Um, what was that called? I can't even remember. What was the sequel mm. to Pitch Black called? Very uh, uh, Riddick Chronicles Riddick. of Riddick Chronicles yeah, of Riddick. Riddick. Uh-huh. It was totally different, but right. it, and it had some absolutely silliness when they're escaping the sun that's heating the planet. That was retarded. Like let's yeah. pour water on us. That'll make it. You know, I won't. I'll avoid the four thousand degrees right. temperature. But overall, though, I thought it was kind of interesting. They had the dude from uh, the Doom movies and uh, from. Uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, the blonde guy, or the horse lord guy. Oh, um, God. I always forget his name, too. Sorry. Ayo, you played Aomer. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can think of his name in Lord of the Rings, Aomer. Exactly, but I yeah. But I, mean, I thought he did a good job. No, he, he was freaking yeah. McCoy in yeah. Star Trek. In right, the, right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, it's not Sean Bean. No, no Sean no. Bean was the whole Boromir thing. Yeah, he, he's yeah, Boromir. He, he always dies, so. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> he pretty much always dies, yes. <laughs> he's turning up in roles. Oh, he's dead. Yep. Typecasting. No, yeah. he we, didn't in um, the the second, um, oh, God, Nicolas Cage puzzle film. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't describe oh, it other than National that. Treasure. National, National Treasure. Treasure right. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. It's he in the first one, isn't he it? He didn't die in that one, yes. Yeah, well. kind of an he, didn't, he didn't die in that movie where everybody died either. Uh, Silent Hill. Silent Hill, yes. He was, he was Silent Hill? He was. And the husband. Silent Hill is the one movie that oh. is a movie based on a video game that's actually a decent movie. <laughs> Anytime anyone that? says, nobody can ever make a oh, movie out of totally video game. creepy. Silent Hill is an amazing movie, and it's based on a video game. Yeah. He, it was totally creepy movie. Oh, it's totally creepy, but it's a horror. It's, it's, it's a survival, like... Uh, survival horror. 
Yeah, survival horror game. It's supposed to be creepy. Yeah. All right, that brings us handily to our final break. And when we return, we'll be taking more of your calls to get to highlight her long list of games that she absolutely must try before Star Wars The Old Republic ships. You are listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. And we'll be back right after Defor- I my... Deforest Kelly. <laughs> Biomed. We're not talking about the DeForest 1960. <laughs> not talking about the 1960s one. Wow. Poor DeForest Kelly. Moving on. Sorry, I interrupted your brain. <laughs> you think? Yep. yep. No, really. Take us home. <laughs> Coitus, please don't interrupt us. We'll be right back.
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Lines are open if you wish to call in on Skype. Do it now. VTW Shows is the address you should be pointing your Skype at. Programmatic announcements. This week heralds the return of the Emperor's Court live immediately after this episode of Casually Hardcore. Stay on the line for your weekly dose or excuse me, your three-hour break from internet porn. <laughs> that is their actual tagline. I did not make that up. I'm just saying what they told me to say. Seriously, you can Seriously. always just, you know, have it wrong. Have another window have open. The next window. <laughs> you don't need to take a break. Oh. <laughs> Apparently they're doing it wrong. Yeah. So please stay tuned after this episode of Casual Hacker for your favorite right-wing nut job teamed with your favorite left-wing nut job Ooh. with... Some other guy on the air with them, apparently in the middle. God the help nuts. you all. In the middle of the nuts. Oh. oh, look, thank God, there's a call coming in. I'm looking for recommendations. What should I go play? <laughs> thank you for calling Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who is it? And then there was a kind of silence. Hello. Hello. Do you have it coming through the right audio? Yes, it says, internet connection problem. There's a problem with the internet connection between you Hold on, and I'll see if I can fix the problem. Oh, no. Do we still have an internet connection in general? Yes, we do. That's always good. Yes, because we're getting another call. So it okay. must be on his end. Oh, so thanks very much you on your own. Good night. <laughs> Try again later when Skype doesn't hate you. And, and thank you for calling Casually Hardcore. Who's on the line? This is AgriSSW. AgriSSW. Ah. Your internet connection seems to be working fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's good, I guess. <laughs> well, the previous caller <laughs> was having issues. Oh, fantastic. What is your recommendation for Iolite? Uh, well, some of the recommendations had been said during the IRC earlier. Grail mentioned uh, Bioshock, and yeah, Bioshock is fantastic game. I loved it through and through. Um, thought it was a great universe, good story, interesting twist here and there. It's like, oh, wow, that is awesome. Um... Another personal favorite is uh, for the PS3 is Valkyria Chronicles. That was also mentioned in IRC. Valkyria Chronicles, yes. Uh, yeah, it's, um, the What's the nature of Valkyria Chronicles? Yeah, tell uh, me a little bit about that. It, it the title is interesting. Yeah, Valkyria Chronicles is kind of a it's a kind of a turn-based tactical game set in kind of like a a little. It's like a war setting. Um, small country being invaded by larger neighboring countries because. Well, they're smaller and the other country's bigger, so we're going to invade you guys. So it's kind of fight off this huge invasion uh, on their home turf. Good story, and um, overall gameplay, I love the graphics, kind of like that cel-shaded graphics. Overall very good, and there was an actual anime on it, too. I found and watched all the episodes, and honestly enough, I think they kept to the story of the game pretty close, which I was very impressed with. Excellent. Okay. Cool. Thank you yeah, for what, the recommendations. What platforms is it on right now? Uh, Valkyria? It's only on PS3 platform. Only on PS3. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Can explain why you have not run yeah. it? Yeah. And one final suggestion I would have to say is uh, the Assassin's Creed uh, series. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. So we have Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? No, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's, Assassin's, Creed, Assassin's, Creed, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Brotherhood and then... And then um, Revelations comes out in November, so that's the fourth. Grail's nodding. That translates thing. well over the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's talking. <laughs> talk over him. Yeah, I, I gave it to my girlfriend, and uh, she thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. She didn't, the first one, not as good as the rest. They 
it seems like with each installment, the game has gotten better and they've refined the game, made it better in more ways. It's like, okay, they got rid of some more of the repeaty, samey crap from the first, from the last one and made this more better. And it just has gotten more and more in-depth. And both me and my girlfriend are f- thoroughly looking forward to Revelations come November. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Ambrosia Hartnett. What a surprise. Yay, <laughs> shout out so given. Would not be uh, a show with Agrius SW without that. Right. I think I've... This is completely weird. Uh, Skype is behaving completely differently than last time, where it is actually allowing new calls to come in and add them to conference, where last time it was rolling people off into the void. Hmm. Very, very strange. Agrius, I'm going to kick you out of the conference. And Bye. Thank you. Say hello I appreciate the suggestion. To the person that I've already added. You're on Casually Hardcore, who's on the line. Hey, it's Boba here. Hey, hey Boba. Boba. Boba Fetish. How you doing? How's it going? Good. We're still kicking. What do you have by way of good storyline recommendation games? It's been mentioned before, uh, but uh, the Dragon Age line. Uh, mm-hmm. Dragon Age uh, the 1, the Origins, and then Dragon Age 2. Main bonus of the storyline is if your saved game is on the computer, the overview of the story it relates back to your previous characters. So... Actions you you have taken in episode one actually matter and are taken yeah. into account. Exactly. Excellent. Good game design is good. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, the, Which the, gives me hope for the Star Wars: The Old Republic. Right. That's everyone's kind of betting on the the past history being a predictor of future performance. Let's see. Here's hoping. I mean, but I mean, the juggernaut of the industry at the time, Sony Online Freaking Entertainment, had galaxies, and look what happened to that. Right. So yeah, we all have but, some some well earned uh, dubiousness uh, in the back of our brains. Oh God, please let it be good. Yeah, that's that's my hope. Is please let it be good. But track record says, okay, you got a chance. Well, I mean, what they these guys saw at PAX also gave you some hope that uh, it's likely going to be pretty good. And they're stuck in the black void because nobody's even making eye contact. Right. I'm just, I... <laughs> you guys actually got to play some Old Republic. I, yeah. I did, but, I, you know, I just, I don't know what to say about it. I, first off, I played not in my regular comfort zone. I played right. PvP. Um, and while the graphics were amazing, I'm just not sure that it's going to engage me as much. Um, and I don't know why that is. It just... Didn't so maybe far, just because you so. weren't in your comfort zone. We'll see. Yeah, Time I mean, yep. I have I, I'm I'm biased the other way just because I have you know t- right. a friend and his brother are like we're playing this game we're doing it we're going all the way and so myself and Dex are like okay we're gonna Here play we go. this game <laughs> we're gonna build new computers for it it's I mean so yeah you guys they could have you come guys out, have invested yeah, they could have come out with like you know a stuffed animal and said <laughs> Here, this is what they'll look like once it's visualizing the game I went cool we're doing it I mean give me the collector's edition really not the much, the yeah there's not much they can do right now that would make me go. Nah, I'm a little worried about it. I'm gonna be. I will be day one playing that game. I have the collector's edition pre-ordered. Already. Well, and the the reality <laughs> is that I will definitely be giving it a try. Right. I'm going to be playing it. I'm going to be playing Sith side. Oh hell yeah! Because I have been told that Good I am going is to play, dumb. that I am going to place this side, and I am I am yeah. kowtowing to that. I'm decision. not t- the only person because I, I want to play with my friends to play Sith side is Adaxa. Nah. Anybody else has the option to play Sith side if they wish to play with us. And that's <laughs> well, and that decides it for right. me because if I'm going to play, I would rather exactly. play with you. Exactly. Then. Dark side points. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes. Boba Fetish. Thank you for calling, and we will catch no you next problem. time. No right. problem. Have a good have a good one, everybody. You too. Take care. Thanks, Boba. <laughs> 
And, oh, there's another one creeping in the background here. Thank you for calling. You are on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? And then there was a kind of silence again. Dang. Curse you, Internet! It's DSX. Aha, Ah, there you go. Had my... I had my uh, mic muted. I'm sorry. Of course. <laughs> Feel shame. Go to penalty box. Yeah. Hang, hang head. So what do you got by way of recommendations for my lovely honey here? Actually, I have two recommendations that have not been suggested. Well, one's been suggested in the IRC. The first one is The Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings. Oh, yeah. Witcher? The Witcher. The Witcher. W-I-T-C-H-E-R. Witcher. But be forewarned. If you do play this, be Expect a lot of gore, a lot of nudity. Okay, it's not kids, to have put the kids to bed, that, put the disc in the, the machine. It sounds like another thing that would result in nudity. It's one of those. I love the first game, and I have got to figure out some time to play the second game. So, what are the two? So, it's a, the Witcher, mm-hmm. and the, the two was, games was, are. No, it was The Witcher Two. The Witcher Two. Okay. And then the other one recommending was Assassin's Creed. Ah, yeah. yes, it just came up. The entire series. And saying that basically, if you don't feel too warm and fuzzy about one, stick with it because it gets better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, what's the basic premise of The Witcher? Two. Oh. I haven't played it so long. I've completely forgot. I mean, all I know is I own the game, and I've you I owned it, and you remember it as being it exceptionally awesome. good, yeah. and there was reasonable, well, reasonably good storyline behind it. Because I don't mind violence, and I don't mind nudity if it furthers the story. If it's you know, if it's not furthering the story, then it's just... That it was written for me. Well, as I understand it, The Witcher, I mean, it's based on a series, uh, or it's by a Polish development company. I think it's a series of fantasy novels in Poland that that it's drawn from. But basically, The Witcher is a monster hunter. Okay. Who is, through drinking all these alchemical flasks and stuff, gets... The, the ability to take on stuff that would rip apart normal humans. Gotcha. And in The Witcher 2, I haven't played, but it's following the story of this this character. So it's Ghost Hunters International. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much probably. No. I won't be playing I won't be playing a lot of PC games. My record player will be here on Tuesday. Record I actually, player. I actually bought a record player. Wow. Like uh, to so play genuine LPs. Genuine yes. vinyl, huh? Now, genuine is, vinyl. Is this one that has the audio interface for encoding them or is it just a freestanding vinyl record player? Freestanding. Just mm. for the sake of experiencing vinyl the way God intended. Yes. Well there I mean there is a whole subculture mm-hmm. who do vinyl and still do cassette tape and do because they're looking for that very specific sound quality mm-hmm. um, associated with those. So I'm just kind of, you know, yeah. A lot of uh, indie labels put their music out, not only on CD, not only on iTunes, but also on vinyl. And there's, you know, there was one CD I wanted to get. The record, comp- the record company in their indie shops have, it's a white colored vinyl, so I'm interested in that. So mm. and It really cracks me up that you said there's one CD I want to get. When you're talking about getting it on vinyl. On vinyl. I know. It cracks me up because I said... The word word album has fallen out of use. Because, yes, the word album doesn't exist anymore in in the vernacular. Just make sure you kiss your wife before it arrives. (laughs) Bye, honey. I'm off to do this. See ya in a month or two. 
Yeah, and uh, Mrs. Deus has been playing Infamous 2. She bought herself a mm. PS3. See, I've got Infamous on the PS3. I've had, I got it as one of the two freebies that mm-hmm. they put out when they said they were very sorry about giving all of our free our, our information away to the hackers. So I got Little Big Planet and Infamous, mm-hmm. and just haven't again Tell them the, whole, the whole copious spare time thing. With, yeah, with the twenty-seven seconds, and I've disassembled the floor cleaner daughter hanging around the place. <laughs> yes, believe me, watching her is really important yep. around the electronics. We've been erecting like the, the gates. The lately. massive electronics we have in the house because she's literally you don't want. She walks up to the Shiny. you know. Oh, it has lights that are flashing on it. What can I do with those? And pretty soon your stereo is disassembled. Um, and then, you know, you let the you let Nemesis borrow your iPad, and he changes all of the settings on it. Yeah, there is that. And it's like, what? Wait, wait, hey. Oh. What was I thinking? All right, Deus Ex, thank you for the call. I'm going to clear the line so that others may utilize it. Have fun, guys. You All can. right, yeah. thank you. I really appreciate the recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I just hung up on the you, you, up on the top half of his. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think or, he was saying that's cool, mm-hmm. or you're welcome, or something I have like that. Kicked you to the curb. Like, mm, you guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what it was. Mm, I have a million dollars for you, but you hung up on me. That's right. <laughs> oh no! All right, returning to programmatic announcements from earlier. Sure. Uh, following us, Emperor's Court. Uh, tomorrow evening, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time, I will be appearing on Forecast over on the This Week in Technology network, also known as Twit. Awesome. So go over to twit.tv or just see the announcement on the front page of VTW Productions. You can click on over there. It is a God Help Us All video Woo-hoo! show uh, with me and three others. So Tom Merritt, Scott Johnson, myself, and mystery guest number four will be on there uh, waxing poetic about our forecasts for the near, mid, and far-term future. And they will feed us uh, what our particular topic of the day is at the top of the show. Hmm. This could get interesting. So when is this again? Tomorrow evening, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or Pacific Daylight Time, whatever, Pacific Time. Whatever DST weirdness is in place, we'll simply have to deal with. And while I was making that program- programmatic announcement, Sneaky Person came on the line. Hello, you're on Casually Hardcore. Can, can you hear me now? We can hear you now, and who can we yes. hear? Yes, this is Ursi. Ursi, what Ursi. up? Hello, hello. I have uh, come to uh, spread the evangelism of the City of Heroes, baby. Ah, All right. we have actually played City of Heroes before. Excellent, and that means you are officially a premium player now in the free-to-play uh-huh. model. Aha, uh-huh. so that's all those VIP means. Yes. Uh, basically, uh, there's three settings. There's, uh, I'll actually put a link in the IRC right now. And this is what you get for each tier. Cool. Okay. Ursi has done that. Uh, basically, the difference between the free-to-play and the premium is everything that you bought in the past is uh, still yours, and you can join teams still. Whereas the super, you know, for super groups, uh, for free-to-play is not available. And then there's the VIPs, of course, who you know get the entire game. And I got to say, actually, with the new testing of it, I've actually enjoyed uh, the updates that they've done to it. They've really polished it up. Huh. Well, I played a controller and I played a brawler back in the day, and uh, it, well, it, it would it would be like starting over again. Yeah, 
Exactly. Well, and I actually just started Ursine Master on Pinnacle, and I'm hoping to get him to 10 so I can actually create a uh, versus the world supergroup of some sort. Cool. So if that's there is any interest on Pinnacle uh, for heroes, actually, ironically. Um, and actually, one thing I will say that um, I don't know if it's working for me. I don't know if this will be in the free-to-pay model, but uh, they've opened up the archetypes to where you could play villain archetypes as a hero, hero <laughs> archetypes as a villain, yeah. and you can do this a character creation. Hmm. You don't have to do the. You don't have to purchase the going rogue, and go through all the Praetorian content just to switch sides. Excellent. And this so, is when, how soon till they uh, go free to play? Do they indicate? Uh, I'm not sure. It's it's got to be pretty soon because I'm in. We're in the. Uh, like I said, it's the head start right now. So if you you know re up your subscription right now, you can play all the content and uh, you know check it out, and you get uh, 400. You know, space tokens or paragon points or whatever they're called. Um, you know, you get a whole bunch of, you get some rewards and you get some, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so the paragon points are used to buy all the extra stuff that they've always had. Hmm. Um, so, you know, Animal Pack or the Science Pack or Steampunk or, you know, if you want that, you know, little animated tail or something. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, if you guys want, uh, like, off the air, I'll give my uh, universal ID. You can check it out and, you know, say hi and everything. Awesome. So I mean, I, I, mean, I might go check it out. I'm, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's been so long since I played it. and You know, uh, and I, I, I liked one, my controller. I played a couple of characters before I rolled the controller, but well, I liked and, her. Uh, I, one thing actually, way. oh, sorry. Uh, one thing yeah. I did like though, was uh, a quest that they did in the beginning, which was actually a storyline quest. It was this new uh, hero, uh, you know, this hero that you know, runs a supergroup has, you know, got an eye on you, and you go talk to her, and then uh, she says, well, why don't you go meet the gang? And you go into an instance, and you actually go through uh, their, you know, crummy super base, basically, because they're not a great team yet. And, uh, you know, they, they have various points where you got to go talk to this person, talk to this person, and, you know, that kind of style of questing, which they never had really all that much before. It was just the, here's bad guy, kill. Right. Mm-hmm. So they definitely up collect loot. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, really, when we were playing, it was it had just released. Yeah, it was when yeah. we were playing. It was a brand new game out there. So yeah. seven years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So well, and they've done that's that. I mean, that because Wow is coming up on six year anniversary. Right. Uh-huh. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel old in one easy step? Yeah. Uh-huh. I've played a game well, for this long. Um, but, uh, no, they're letting the uh, mission architect, man, you, you can't beat the mission architect, you know, it's, uh, write your own mission and, uh, you know, select the map, uh, select the enemies, create your own boss, create whatever, but it, it is really easy to make them, but really super detailed if you really want to get in there and you can tinker all the dialogue, you can tinker everything. Nice. So, um, and it uses just its, you know, the mission creator where it, you know, you're this level, you have this difficulty set, you got this many people in your party, and here's an appropriate challenge for you, go. Yeah. Cool. Well, it might be and worth checking can, out. Yeah, check I'll it out. Watch for, I'm, I'm in the land of going and downloading every single uh, free-to-play <laughs> everything out there. <laughs> so just kind of go tour through them. So I've got Lord of the Rings Online and D&D Online queued up so far. Yeah. Yeah, um, I actually need to go check all those out on their free. Yeah. Well, I finally reformatted the machine, went 
to 64-bit and got a terabyte drive in there, so I've got the space to throw these things on and just kind of leave them there. Yeah. And then the problem is, of course, the whole Time. daughter thing. And yeah. Well, but there's also these, a lot of these games, if they're not available on the Mac, then we have only the one PC left in the house. Yeah, so we'll be rectifying yeah. that. It's the I... Yep. Okay, um, he's playing. I can't play. At least on the bright <laughs> like, side, the City of Heroes is, is, does have a Mac client. Read on my so. Kindle. There you go. Which one does? City the Heroes, Heroes is available on Mac. Okay. Yep. Um, Seasoft. Woohoo. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you oh, for the recommendation. Uh, yeah, no problem. We are going to go and wrap it up, so I'm going to kick you out of Skype chat, and we will catch you on the other side. <laughs> you can try. I can, tr- oh. I can try. Oh, really? <laughs> Three, two, one, dip. And, oh, look, he's gone. What a concept. Mm-hmm. If I hear his voice, I will freak out. Yeah, exactly. But I digress. All right. <laughs> we have reached the end of another episode of Starting Late Casually Hardcore. Because we're professional that way. A contagion of ponies. A contagion of ponies. Yes. Don't let me forget that when yes. I go to do the RSS feed on this baby because, uh, dang. Uh, another thing, little side programmi- programmatic announcement. If you go to vtwproductions.com, to the shows tab, and down to Casually Hardcore, I am testing out a new archive player. So on the left-hand side, you'll see the normal live stream player. On the right, you'll see the Facebook and Twitter links and all that. And under there, right. you'll see a Listen Now link, which should, if it's working properly on your platform, open up a separate window with a nice uh, Java-based player and have the entirety of our run available for one-click play. Right wow. There. So I would be very interested in getting as many people on as many different platforms as possible to try that out. Cool. There is a thread started in the VTW general section asking for feedback on that. And if it uh, works as beautifully as it seems to be working, I want to deploy that for each of the shows on the network. I've also stuck it on the recent episodes on the left-hand side of every page where we've got the everything feed, which combines all of the RSS feeds from all the shows into one. Stuck the player on that as well, so you should be able to click on that, and it'll give you... Everything from everyone in chronological order from most recent at the top down to the very beginning at the bottom. Test that out. Let me know how it works. And if it's something that you want me to uh, include on all the shows, I will do so. But I need input from all the various different combinations of OS, browser, all that kinds of fun stuff. Um, and let me know what you find via the miracle of the incredible forums. If you are not participating in the Versus the World forums, you are missing out for they are awesome, even though there are bronies there. Mm-hmm. 46, 45, 44. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Do tell. I just got distracted by the countdown to Emperor's Court. I see. Uh. Emperor is, in fact, standing by for the handoff, so let's get to yes, that handoff. Sure. Doot, doot. You have been listening to Casual Hardcore. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Eyelight. I've been Grail. We will be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, we are out of here. Bye bye, radio people.